everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? Good. How has your weekend been? Good so far. No complaints. None at all? That seems unlike you. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, the weather's been nicer. I know. It was very nice today. I went for a walk and didn't even wear like a winter jacket. It's wild. This, uh, I did see someone running outside in shorts the other day and I was like, it's too soon. There was, there was a kid in, in shorts at the Flames game on Thursday and I was like, um... Dress your children appropriately. (laughs) We're not at this level here yet. Yeah. My friend said, she texted me, she's she's visiting from Texas this weekend. And she's like, it's so cold here. I was like, it's 40 degrees warmer than it was two weeks ago. Right. (laughs) You need to take it down. Our blessing. So there was someone, I was on a call um, recently and this one guy was like, yeah, it's been really bad in Chicago. It's like five degrees Fahrenheit. It was like, you need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because well, we hit like minus 40 Fahrenheit. I know. So. But it did, that all went to the East Coast now. Yeah. It sounds like it's cold out that way. So glad to be, which is, I think, like Buffalo looks like it's supposed to be pretty cold for their playoff game tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're jumping onto tables in snow drifts and everything I saw. So. I mean, just keeping the traditions alive. It's at least. Honestly, one of my favorite traditions is <laughs> jumping through folding tables. There's nothing if consistent. If I loved consistent. it. I think, was it a couple of years ago when they like made the playoffs which were really on drought and they had to like, they like literally ran out of folding yes, tables in the yeah. like state. <laughs> I just want to know how it started. Like, why did this become a thing? I, you know what? <clears throat> Maybe that's a thing we can research if the Bills win this week. Okay. Um, for next week, we can share what happened, how the the folklore of the, uh, <laughs> the six foot foot holding table. Because like, be. no other team like no. fandom has this anything a thing like, like that. that. No, this is not a thing anywhere else. Um, yeah, bit of a, bit of a weird one, but, um, but yeah, that's, I mean, the NFL playoffs are starting this week, so it's kind of a wild card weekend here. I know. Very exciting weekend. Yeah. I, um, we've just got the Bengals and the Raiders on and, um, looks like the Bengals should win this. Yeah. Barring like some disaster. Yeah. Now that we've said it. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) the, I mean, it's nothing compared to the like Raiders game last week against the Chargers, which was like. I think we talked about it on the pod about if it went to a if it went to a tie, the Steelers were out. Right. And it was like they could have gone to a tie and both teams made the playoffs and it would have been hilarious because the Steelers were losing it. And, and it then, was looking like it wasn't gonna be a tie for the until like the last minute or so. Yeah. And then the Chargers pulled it out. Huge comeback. And then they in overtime they both had field goals yeah. and so then they, you know, kept going, but um, yeah, fortunately the charges didn't make it. Her boy Justin Herbert. I know. Home for the sad day for you. Home for the off season. So <laughs> he can rest up for next year. Yes, that's this true. was a trial period. He did very well this season. Yeah. So um, I'm still going for uh, Matt Stafford this year, and honestly, it only made better by his press conference this week, <laughs> in which apparently he has a toe injury that I was unaware of. 
Yes, please share. And then he made some joke about how he's like, oh, I'd show you my toe, but I guess I'll leave that for other people to do. Obviously, shaming Aaron Rodgers for showing off his COVID toe on the news. So what's funny is that actually wasn't my favorite Matt Stafford story this week. I don't know if you heard the one from his wife. No. Oh. <laughs> so his wife, Ke- Kelly, Kelly. Which uh, is shocking because I follow her. Yes. Like- so she posted on Instagram a story about her meeting Leonardo DiCaprio. And so the Staffords were on vacation with the Ryan. So Matt Ryan yeah. and his wife um, and wherever they were. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was there and they ended up sitting at a table with him and and then Leonardo DiCaprio like wanted to play volleyball the next day and they like obviously didn't think this was serious and so like <laughs> uh, the mats go golfing and the girls go to the beach and then they're like no like he was serious and so like they text their husbands they come join play this volleyball game I guess the volleyball like hits like whoever Leonardo DiCaprio was dating at the time in the, girl in the face. 20. Yeah. In the face, there's dramatics or whatever. And then that night, I guess they all get together to, you know, have some drinks. Well, and like, what is this like? Like exactly. But then, because at this point he was probably the quarterback for the lions. Most likely yeah. because they, he's only had the one season or whatever. But, um, so I guess like they start playing like drinking games and like there's some sort of dare that Leonardo DiCaprio has to like lick the ear of Matt Ryan's wife. Amazing. <laughs> and so Kelly's never told this story today and I was just, at, like about her meeting and she's basically capped it off by being like, it was the best day of my life, including the birth of my children. <laughs> her experience of meeting Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, Understood. Yeah. It sounds like it was a great experience. Well, they were like, why does, I guess they want to play volleyball and then ultimate frisbee. And they're like, why do they keep challenging us to sports? Like, do they know, like, who our husbands guys? are? Like, I don't know their volleyball skills if that translates super well but for like, football. But frisbee should. But frisbee, you're throwing, you're catching, you're running routes, like. Yeah. So. Um, uh, honestly, I feel like Leo doesn't know. I, probably not. I mean, he doesn't strike me as the big football fan. I saw a picture of him recently with the latest girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and, like, man, he is looking pudgy, pudgy, pudgy. He, it, the latest girlfriend's been around for a while, though, hasn't she? She has. A few years yeah. now. So. And I can't tell if it's, like, hard pudge. Yeah. And, like, but I'm like, you're not looking your best, Leo. Well, I do know in his, the movie, the um, Don't. Just look, look up, up or whatever yeah. it was. Um, he played sort of this professory type that was like older and dad bod, but oh, pudgy okay. kind of thing. So like he so maybe, maybe needs a role that like he has to like get a like little a cut catch for. me if you can, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. but he's like you know no longer at the age where like that's a requirement for his roles. So right. He's right. getting up there in age. Oh, oh Leo, sweet yeah. sweet Leo. Yeah. Um, so that was a wild twist here on our sports news for the week. <laughs> um, back to football, though. The thing I was going to ask is, um, so TJ Watt uh, got the sack record yes. last week. Do we count it as the record, being what? that there was an extra week of the season? Oh. And he wouldn't have broken it no. had it not been. Yeah. So, like... You know, I like to. I, think, I feel like both have to stand. Yeah, like he has the record for a seventeen-week season, and whoever else has the sixteen-week record. Yeah, and then if we continue to proceed with a seventeen-week season, that's you can duke it like that's how I feel for all of these, like you know, end of year yeah. records or whatever, where you know, most passing yards and rushing, all that kind of stuff. Like 
you should set records. There's a whole nother game that you're playing right, this year. Right. So, um, yeah. I My favorite football news of the week was um, Rob Gronkowski making his, so he had, he had like a million dollars in bonuses to make, uh, or potentially more, but whatever a million was, I think, what he could achieve with the final game of the season. Yeah. And he had like seven catches left. And I think 85 yards or something like that. So he hits the 85 yards in the third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, the Bucks were up like significantly. So they were going to pull Brady from the game. And Grant goes up to him and is just like, I need just one more. Like just one more, man. <laughs> And they have all these clips of Gronk talking to the coaches on the sideline being like, if I don't hit this million bucks, like, I'm going to have to get a real job. (laughs) See, like, Antonio Brown, you were so dumb for walking away. (laughs) You knew Tom was going to get you the the passes you need to get So Tom Brady goes back in the game, tells the coach, I'm going back in the game, gets Gronk the catch, and then they both, like, are signed off. Gets his million bucks. But, like, but Antonio Brown, you could have done that, but instead you're off, like, hanging out with Kanye, who's, like, certifiably losing it now, which we'll get to later. I mean, he's <laughs> out of control. Out of control. But, like, Antonio Brown, like, you just... No. Yeah. You could have got that money if you wanted it. Right. So, you had just something a little bit smarter. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. But here we are. Good for Gronk, at least, I guess. Out of boy Gronk. Yeah. Um, should we provide a little update on our good friend Djokovic there? <laughs> There's quite the update. Yeah. I read today he's been detained in Australia um, pending his deportation. <laughs> so basically, after last week's episode, um, they uh, like basically approved his approved his yeah. visa, like so he could leave the deportation hotel. But then the like travel minister, I don't know whoever's in charge of this whole business, was like, "Nope, not gonna happen," and like withdrew it again. Um, so he's back. Wait, what is going on? Who is he bribing and not bribing? I don't know, but he's like back in like, yeah, possibly detain detainment and like still no word if he can play. Obviously the open starts in a couple yes, days yeah. here. Um, you know, the other players are getting pretty tired of the situation. I mean, it's stupid at this point. And yeah. then it comes out, then it comes out that he knew he had COVID and went to a photo shoot because he didn't want to disappoint the magazine. Yeah. And it's like, I think the magazine would be more disappointed if we got COVID. Like, what is wrong with him? I don't know. All I know is, like, yeah, he's back in that, like, immigration hotel. <laughs> he wants to go to court, which I'm like, how do you... Like, I don't know what their court system is like, but, like, our courts aren't just available tomorrow for, like, fighting these types of situations. <laughs> right, right. Um... But he, like, yeah, he can't leave the hotel detention unless he's going to his lawyer's offices. Um, I mean, as bad as this sounds, and, like, I do feel like he shouldn't be allowed to play in the open, but I feel like they need to use him to set an example. And, like, just because you're this multi-million dollar athlete or celebrity or whatever it is, you don't just get concessions because of who you are right now. Like, you also must follow the rules. So it does sound now like whatever legal steps he's going to take, it would be pretty difficult for him to play in the open, like from a timeline yeah. perspective. And then they also said that um, if the decision stands, he would be banned from entering Australia for three plus years. Oh my god! Which means that like future Australian Opens, he will not be able to participate in. Um, Amazing. So yeah, I don't know. I 
I just think it's funny, but, um, I also think it's funny because he did it to himself. Yeah, absolutely. And like, yeah, he doesn't deserve special treatment at this point in time. Like you, everyone else in the world is doing what they're supposed to do in order to, to move around freely. And that's your, your decision. Yeah. Your choice. So it's not like he didn't know the rules. No, like force was a surprise situation. Like, Oh, you mean I had to get a test for COVID or get, vaccine for COVID or like whatever. Right. Like for sure a million people on his team were like, these are what you need. These are the only medical exemptions. And he just chose to go against it. Yeah. Um, and so speaking of athletes with COVID, um, (laughs) Alfonso Davies has a pretty serious bout of it. It sounded like. Yeah. So he got the heart, that heart condition. Yeah. Um, was vaccinated got the heart condition, now is out for the next three uh, Canada qualifier, well, World Cup qualifier games, so. Which is, like, very significant because, like, most of our World Cup hopes rest on on Davies, so. But he was out earlier. Did he have an injury before that he missed qualifying games for? Um, Possibly, but I don't remember. But, like, sometimes it might not matter depending on which team you were playing against, Mm, right? Got it. But we're playing Honduras, the U.S. Yeah, like, so the U.S. one we would need to, for sure. And, like, Honduras is, like, you have to win those ones because you might not win the U.S., yeah. you might not win the Mexico one. It's only the top three that go, right? Yeah. So. So that was sad. Yeah, but hopefully he recovers. I mean, obviously, you know, good that he's vaccinated because it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. yeah. not, obviously, have, you know, that's the interesting part about some of these things. It's, like, it might uncover things that, that people never knew, right? Yeah. So. Um, the other wild switching sports situations, uh, Evander Kane, our, our other COVID problem. Our lost boy. Yeah. Um, you know, why not give him a 75th chance and just send him up to the Oilers? Apparently they're, uh, they're very interested. Someone just needs to say, this guy needs help. And we should not be signing him to contracts. We should not be bringing him back into the league. Like, this is insane. So what did you think of McDavid's press conference on it? It was bullshit. I I do sympathize for McDavid because, like, he's put in a hard spot. I get it. But, like, I feel like he could have said something and that would stop. He could have done that behind closed doors. Absolutely. Exactly. Gone and said, like, no, we don't want this guy. Right. Because you know Edmonton GMs are asking him and Drysaddle, I'm sure, being like, what do you think about this idea? And if they said no, they wouldn't do it. I bet you. Yeah. And so, like, so it sounds like, I don't even know where we're at at this point in time, but they had (sighs) brought, um, apparently brought Kane up to Edmonton. There was, like, a tweet alleging that Grand Prairie. His flight had landed in Grand Prairie, and he was supposed to drive to Edmonton, which is a very long drive. And I don't really know why they would just, like, charter a plane in at the Edmonton airport Perhaps and then like, punishment yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. They're, they're they're like, like, this is a glimpse of what you're getting. Yeah. Into. There's easier ways to disguise someone landing in Edmonton. Like I would say put a mask on, but I don't think he's <laughs> very fond of that situation either. <laughs> um, and so Ken Holland is like debating about signing him to a contract. And, and so this press conference with McDavid, he was asked on his thoughts on it. And he basically was like, we have full faith in Ken Holland. Yeah. Um, you know, and he was pretty snooty about it too. And like, 
I don't think it came off super well. Like, he basically said, like, we don't really care what people think of us. Like, exactly. the fans' perception doesn't matter, which is, like, treading on some pretty bad... Especially because, like, um, not even ten games ago, you had fans literally throwing their jerseys on the rink because they hate you so much. Yeah, I mean, and they're having a pretty... They were having a pretty rough um, spell of it here yeah. for a bit. So, fan perception is very <clears throat> important in Canada. Um but I just can't, I don't understand any professional athletes saying, like, the fan perspective the fans, doesn't like, count. Like, I, know. I get you're playing the game because you grew up and you trained and that's, like, your lifelong dream. But also, if there's no fans, like, you don't get to play this game. And, like, I mean, that's the kind of situation, like, you know, we don't know what's going to come out of some of the investigations. Yeah. But, like, basically the strikes that Kane has had has been, obviously, this significant COVID breach yeah. situation. There's the gambling problems. There's the allegations of domestic abuse, yeah. sexual assault type of things. Um, you know, there's the bankruptcy. Like, there's all of these things. Plus in Winnipeg, he had a rep for, like, not being a good guy in the locker room. Yeah, like, like you know, he's been shipped out of a few teams yeah. now. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's, like, it's the kind of situation where it's not like your GM's just signing a player that you'd think is not a good player. Yeah. Like it's, they're signing someone that you're like, that's a really big risk on what might happen in terms of like team dynamics. And yeah. yeah, But I think Edmonton, like Holland is just grasping at any and every straw he can, because I, his job potentially could hinge on this season. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So. (sighs) Yeah. It's frustrating, but like, Whatever um, they can have him, I guess. So, Max, speaking of <clears throat> hockey and using this as our segue Segu- into <laughs> I mean, pop it's a culture, great, a great segue. Easily my favorite story of the week. And I'm telling, going to tell the story, the perception of how I like to think of the story, not the like supplementary information that's come out afterwards, because that, <laughs> that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So the other night, the uh, the Florida Panthers were playing at home against the Vancouver Canucks, which like. Well, I think that's what everyone would describe as probably the sexiest matchup of the season. For sure. For sure. And Florida gets a great draw to begin with. Yeah, absolutely. Full capacity. So, well-known rapper. Never uh, heard of this guy before, but it's cool. Well-known rapper Kodak Black is at the Panthers game. And he's shown on the Jumbotron. The Panthers are really promoting it. The NHL puts a tweet about, welcome to the game. And he's in some seats, like, kind of near the glass or whatever. Obviously, they are, you know, the really box trying, beside. Really, no, no, no. The, oh, he's not there yet. Okay, he's not at the box. Not at the box. He's in regular seats. But, like, they're trying to promote, you know, the game of hockey in Florida. And it's like the celebrities there, like, let's move him up to the box. Of course. Because so, every team just has open boxes. Well, I mean, the Panthers might. Right. <laughs> so they move him up to the box, and this fan is recording during, like, a intermission or whatever scans the the crowd and sees this scene of Kodak Black like allegedly doing someone from behind basically I mean that's the politest way you could have I don't want to have to put an explicit content warning on our uh on our podcast this week Kathy's listening um but like but like very much like seemingly engaged in a sexual act. And I would, we need to point out, I think a very important part is that this box that he gets moved to is right beside like 
the Panthers execs. Yeah, the front office staff and everything, like Bob, Bobby Lou and like yeah. um, we love Bill Guerin is in there. So, like, this obviously goes absolutely viral. Yeah. Like, everyone, <laughs> like, the tweets that were coming out of this story, like, probably one of the best NHL stories in years. The NHL, like, took down their promotional tweet about him being at the <laughs> game, like, immediately. Like, there was, it was, like, wiped from, like, wiped off from public record kind of thing. It, minus Lou, though. He retweets the video yes. and makes some comment about it. Yeah, about how, like, I don't even know what he said. Something about, like, oh, oh, keep, like, watching for the puck or whatever. Like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't turn your head on the game or something. But, so Kodak Black, like, there was, like, you know, rumblings of, like, his response to it was he thought that the glass was tinted. Like, I don't Again, know why. so many questions. Like, it's it, very clear that it is clear. It's also clear that there's other people, there's at least two other people that look he like they're in the suite with, with him. <laughs> and they're just doing it in front of these people. So... Which wouldn't surprise me, to be honest. Not at all. Like, like and so this guy's had, like, quite a few share of his legal problems. Yeah. Um, and... There is a video, if I'm telling the full story, where, like, I think she's just twerking on him. Like, I mean, it's, it's a different like, angle, and, like, you can see, like, that she's not pantsless or anything like that. But Look, you're at a hockey game. Why are you acting like you're in the club, okay? I honestly don't know, but, like, seriously, just, like, please look up Kodak Black and Panthers at the, like, on Twitter and just look at those jokes, because... I'll send you some if you need me to. They are the best jokes I've ever seen. It was so good. I refuse to believe they weren't having sex. Oh, no, I'm not going to tell the rest of that story anymore. It's I'm going to stop it as, like, yeah. they were. Yeah, like, 100%. Yeah. That's all that was happening. Um, I don't know who won that game or who mm-hmm. lost that game. No, I think Any I think just, Florida won. Yeah, it seems um, logical. <clears throat> yeah, because I remember seeing an image of uh, Brucey looking quite upset and... I mean, perhaps he saw the Kodak Black incident. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> that was so. scarred for life as the rest of us. Can you imagine just, like, being at the game? Well, it's funny because when you look that. at the video, like, this, it's, there's, like, seats right below yeah. the box. And, like, they're just sitting there, like, bopping along to whatever song is playing. And they're just, like, grinding behind them. Uh, like So weird. I've never seen anything inappropriate like that happen at a Flames game. Well, I mean, I'm going to be on the lookout now. I don't usually spend that much time looking in the suites, but like... Maybe in the upper suites. Maybe. Perhaps that's a better place to hide it. You, Yeah, you would think it would be. Like, the cameras are, are yeah. really up, focused up in those ones. Yeah. But, um, yeah, quite quite the moment there for, uh, for Kodak Black. So, um, in other sex stories, <laughs> Drake... I was like, which one? <laughs> Wait, Drake, the, we have no. other ones? No. no I was like, how many of these stories do we have? <laughs> I forgot, but I remember now because now she's suing him or she's going to try and sue him. So the story that came, also came out this week about Drake was that he had some sort of hookup with this girl and then she thought she could like basically trap him into being the baby daddy yeah, by, by going to take the condom out of the bathroom and then insert it. In her I don't even know how you would do that. Like, is there like a squeezing system? Like, I don't really know. But what apparently happened was Drake poured hot sauce in the condom as like <sighs> spermicide, basically. I mean, 
Uh, smart on Drake. But also, what has happened to him that he has had to get to this point where he carries, I assume, well, carries hot sauce with him? We don't know how his son was born. <laughs> That's my only thought, is that he had a situation similar with his son. Um, so, so like, what I don't understand is, like, okay, he did this. That's fine. Obviously, her, she, like, good on him for doing it, because the intent to do that was there, because then she put it up her hoo-ha. Yeah. And, and burn for days. Her days. <laughs> but like hot sauce is red. So like <laughs> how would you not notice this? I don't know. Like I mean I guess there's one way you might not notice it, but like I don't know. Yikes. It was just like True. I didn't even think about that yeah. part. I mean like I mean maybe just pure desperation maybe. was sinking in at that point. Or you like don't know what it is. I don't know what you're doing, but well, like maybe I don't know. Yeah. So um yeah, Drake I mean, will, should not have any other kids in the next little while anyways. So. Well done, Drake. Good job, Drake. Like, good for you. Protection. All good. Like, he's having safe sex. That's all we can That's all for. we care about. At this point. Um, I don't really know how to go from these stories to anything else that we're talking no, about. No, we can't segue. Oh, we could talk about um, our boy Yi. Oh, yeah. You know. Uh, poor. Sweet, sweet Yi. Which I do enjoy that no one refers to him as Yi in any no, news story. No, because dumb. I did, I did read one news story that was like, the artist formerly known <laughs> as Kanye West. And I was like, they won't even refer to him as Yi. So Kim and Pete are still going strong. Yeah. They were photographed on a date at a Rite Aid, which I'm like, what? Holy hands. Probably is- picking up condoms. Maybe. Also, but like, sex. But like. You're a billionaire and you're going on a date at a drugstore? Like, I wouldn't even go on a date at a drugstore. I don't have a billion dollars. Like, anyways, Kanye's going to full smile. He's basically, like, picked this girl, Julia Fox, out of obscurity. Never heard of her before. Uh, And he's, like, making her into his, like, Kimberly Barbie. Like, he's... And she's, like, gives an interview after every date they go on. Like, it's so bizarre. She, like, literally calls the press after and tells about the date. So, like, in the latest news, he's gone to her house and cleared out her entire closet and is, like, replenishing it. Like, the with same he, way with what he did with Kim, yeah. right? Like, like completely restyled her and, like, took away her, like, sense of fashion identity kind of thing. But he released a song today yeah, about how he still wants Kim back. He's going to murder Pete Davidson or beat him up, beat one him, of the two. Yeah. And, um, but he does bring up the new girlfriend in this song. Yeah. So they were they were together with um, Antonio Brown and Classic. Uh, Madonna was there and um, as Madonna is at every party. Yeah, Antonio Brown. Yeah, and, and Floyd he, Mayweather was there and Evan Ross, who's Diana Ross's son, Mary Tashi Simpson, yeah. which like seems like an outlier of this group. <laughs> Honestly, um, I love that connection. Like, I find it so weird every time. Like, they randomly pop up on people, and it's like, oh yeah, Diana Ross has this photo with all of her grandkids and children and Ashley Simpson. Ashley Simpson. <laughs> so yeah, um so anyways, Kanye was like, you know, going on about how like he, it's uh it's Chicago's fourth birthday and he wasn't allowed to go to it, wasn't told about it, but then there's like pictures of him there. Um, he was talking about how um he tried to like bring North home or something and North wanted him to like come in the house and like he was stopped by security which is like 
you don't live there. Like you're divorced. Like you shouldn't be just be allowed to enter your ex-wife's home. But apparently he took it as like Pete Davidson was there at the time. That's why he wasn't allowed in. Uh So that's why he wrote the song about um, wanting to beat Pete Davidson's ass. That's why he survived the car crash. Is how the the, song, the one with Jeffrey Star. Oh, oh, right, right. Yeah. I forgot about the Jeffrey Star of it all. God. So, so Connie is like spiraling, spiraling hard. We like, thought he was spiraling before, and we were wrong. Like at some point, like he's he will also need to be committed. He needs help. Like it's he needed help before all of this. Yes. Like that was obviously a big contributing factor onto why they broke up and yeah. like had to split. But like. Now it's like yeah, he needed help like as soon as Donda passed away. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, and things are not looking up for Kanye. No, they really no. aren't. So, no. um, um I, we need to talk about the saddest news of the week here. Yeah, and like I might get a little bit emotional. I just need everyone to be prepared for this because Bob Saget, unfortunately, unexpectedly passed away this week. It was shocking, like wildly unexpected. Sounds like he had a heart attack. Yeah, he from was, the way he was laying. He had done um, a show in Orlando, like a two-hour set, and you know, had a picture of it, and like had been been texting his like daughters and and wife, and then um, I guess the next day his wife couldn't get a hold of him, sent security to the room, and they found him um, deceased in bed with sounds like it's like left like yeah hand on his heart kind of thing. So suspected um, stroke or heart attack or something yeah. like that. No drugs, thank God. We don't need to report another overdose. Yeah. But very sad. Very sad. Yeah. So, like, it, you know, I think I grew up watching Full House. Yeah. Like, it was, like, the show that we watched as a family. And, like, I powered through Fuller House, even though it was rough in, like, loyalty to Full House as a Look, kid. Look, you love Candace Cameron. Right, I mean, so. other than all of the things that she stands for in her belief system. Right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. But her as a... Married to an NHL. Yes. Like the dream. Lived in Calgary. Yeah. Uh, Living our dream. But, um, but I think what I didn't realize about Bob Saget is like how loved he was by like, not just like everyone that like knew him, but like just in general in like Hollywood, like the, the, um, the tributes and everything that have come out from him. Um, the full house cast, like were hard to read. Like John Stamos, just absolutely devastated. Like they, yeah. those two were so close. Um, Dave Coulier as well. Um, the one that hit hardest for me was, was Jody Sweeten. Yes. Play Stephanie Tanner. Stephanie Tanner. Um, you know, wrote this whole tribute and ended it with like, you were supposed to be her longer. How rude, which was her like catchphrase in, in the show. Yeah. And like, and she struggled. She had struggles, right? Like yeah. I remember when, I don't know, we were probably te- teens, like young teens. She struggled, I think with, Drugs. Yeah, drugs. Yeah, um, but like I was reading those, I was like sobbing. Like I know you it was me. like a very emotional state. With like I didn't really expect to like react to, but like it was so hard to watch. And then the one that kind of came out of the blue is John Mayer. Thank you. This is all I need to discuss is so, the John Mayer of it all. So apparently they've been friends for like fifteen years, and like close enough that John Mayer was a was a pallbearer. Yeah. Um, like along with the Full House cast members. Um. And a couple other celebrity comedians and things like that. Um, but I watched this, like, video. So, like, this is how famous Bob Saget was and how much of an impact he made. Is that 
he was in Orlando, <laughs> so he had driven his car to the airport at LAX and parked it there. And, and so John like, Mayer went and picked it up. Yeah, it's like I mean that's something that like I, you don't really think about when someone passes away is like someone has to go get their their stuff. Their stuff. And so John Mayer and Jeffrey Ross like went to pick up the car, which like you're certainly some they have staff that could go and do this for sure. But they did um like an Instagram live while they were okay. driving back, just like talking about like their memories of him. And like John Mayer was like very, very emotional while driving to the point where I'm like, Taylor, like, please don't really speak now. John's gone through enough. <laughs> just just like, put out 1989. Two years. Just give him just two give years. time. Like <clears throat> he needs to heal. He, he, we cannot have dear John come out right now. Like that is going to put him over the edge. Dear John is such a good place, <laughs> by the way. But anyways, rolling back. Right. And so um, like, yeah, so like they went and got the a Prius, which I think is hilarious. I just love that he would drive a Prius. I don't know. No, why. he doesn't. They talked oh. about this in the thing because they were like joking about it because he has like a nice car that he drives around, but then he doesn't want to like leave that at LAX. So he drives. Oh my god, like, that makes so car. much sense. Yeah. Wow. wow. So he's like, but they were like joking about how like imagine you're driving down like the 401 or whatever, and you look over like Bob Saget's <laughs> driving a Prius <laughs> beside you, which I can only imagine that would be the same situation if you looked at John Mayer's driving <laughs> right. now. Right. <laughs> like it was. So, like, this tribute, like, it was 30 minutes long, so it's actually quite a time investment if you're going to watch yeah. it, but I I actually would spend the time to do okay. it because they were very, very emotional and, like, you could tell, like, hurting, but the way they, like, still turn it into, like, yeah. jokes and, like, um, you know, honoring the fact that he was a, a comedian and, like, told some jokes and everything like that, like, it was very, very... Uh, like touching the the way yeah. they do that. So okay, yeah, I do love John Mayer. So yeah, um, um, and it brought the Olsen twins out of hiding. I mean, out of their little witch hole. I don't know. Right. I was surprised enough to see that they put a statement out. I thought that the statement could have had a little bit more personal yeah. touch into it, but they actually showed up at the funeral. So. I know. I I honestly didn't think they were going to go to the funeral. Yeah, they typically just like stay. I know. And uh, like the last time they were in the news was when. Mary Kate was getting divorced. Thank you. I think. Yeah, so. was had that situation with that rich old French man. Yeah, yeah. So I've had a hard time adjusting to the loss of Bob Saget this week. Um, it was sad. Yeah, like I just felt like he was like all of our TV dad, right? Like yeah. he was on Full House, and then he was like um, How I Met Your Mother. He had a <sighs> yeah. Didn't have a you he was no, but he was the, voice. he was the voice. Yeah. In it. Um, he had like another show that like lasted a season where he was a dad as well. Like he just felt like he was like the Pure classic dad. TV dad. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And it was just like really touching to see like how many people like, you know, <clears throat> it was like genuine, like I know like Betty White had died like a week before or whatever. And like people were posting tributes, but it was like, they were, didn't know you tributes. Kind yeah. Of thing, right. Yeah. Like it was like the trendy thing to do is what it felt like. And this one was very much like, everyone that posted something had like this story about Bob Saget telling them that he loved them or like yeah. thinking of them or like he was very That was what each one of so. them said. Like he would always end that with like every text or phone call or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Which I find very cute. Very cute because like, I mean, like you kind of see that Danny Tannerism in that. Yeah. But then at the same time, like he has this whole other personality of like this comedian who was like so crude. Right. Like his stand-up comedy act is like 
like you blush leaving it. It is so <laughs> like not Danny Tanner kind Wait, of thing. Did Lori um Laughlin. Laughlin come out and say anything? Yes, she did. Okay, because she's, she's also been week. in her hidey hole. Well, she's had a rough week. They got robbed this week. Did you see that? No. Yeah, her her house, her and Massimo, Massimo. their house got broken into, and like a million dollars worth of jewelry got stolen. Holy shit. So, um... She, I mean, at least they're both out of prison. Well... So that's all we can hope for. Yeah. Um, so that was... that The break-in happened, I think, like, earlier in the yeah. month, and so she kind of has come out and said, like, you know, losing Bob Saget, who did not necessarily stand up for her when she was going through legal troubles, but everything he said was like, all I can say is I love her. I can't condemn yeah. what she did, but I love her kind of thing. Yeah. And so like, which was a lot more support than I think a lot of other people did. Oh, I think everyone else basically just like dropped her. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I think the full house cast is obviously that's not their style, yeah. but like she obviously has other relationships within Hollywood and everything. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. all those Hallmark movies she did, like, some of them could have right. spoke She out. was on Summerland years ago. Right? I mean, yeah. Jesse McCartney, where are yeah, you? Yeah, Jesse, speak up for Lori. <laughs> um, and I think Zac Efron was in that show, too. Was he like, really? where are you? I don't know. But, um, yeah, but she had just kind of said that, like, you know, it obviously they were really upset about that and then, like, puts things in perspective when a week later someone that yeah. you're that close with passed away. So, yeah. So, Yeah. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. I know. Sweet, sweet Bob. Um, there was, like, quite a few... I know, other random things yeah, that happened. Like, if we, like, quickly rip through some of them. Right. Um, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox oh. are engaged. And they sealed it. She wrote this on their Instagram, on her Instagram post by exchanging each other's blood. Okay. <clears throat> the question that I have, there's been... If you've seen the picture of them getting engaged, he's wearing a black and white stripe to Footlocker, to Foot Locker. which I'm loving. But when Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker got engaged, Travis Barker was also wearing a yeah. black and white striped shirt. So, like, was that necessary? Like, you couldn't wear any other outfit? Like, you no. knew what they were wearing. You knew that there was any pictures of both of you. Like, any other outfit. Let's roll with it. Like, <laughs> gosh. But, yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah. Do think- we think they'll make it to the altar? <sighs> It gives me like Angelina Jolie, Billy Bob yes, Thornton vibes. Exactly, like, but they didn't go as far as to drink each other's blood. They just like wild it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, still equally weird. Well, we don't know. I, they didn't go as far. Honestly, her true. No, I don't like her. No, I don't. Mm. I don't like either of them. I mean, like any of that foursome. <laughs> I like um, Machine Gun Kelly. Like. He's a little bit weird as a person, but like I like the the latest album that he came out with, um, and like obviously he's best friends with Pete, so I must <laughs> I must tolerate him. Um, but I don't like her, and I just I don't know. I don't see it. I don't no, know. I don't know. They just bug me. Um, more shocking news was um, Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa's. Split up. They've been together like 18 years yeah. or something. Wow. Aquaman. Aquaman. Back on the market. And uh, Lenny Kravitz's ex. Yeah. So. Um, the Warner Brothers tour in uh, Hollywood, you can do, you. they have the Aquaman um, costume out on display. Mm-hmm. He's a massive man. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I feel like I need to see him standing next to The Rock. I need, like, oh, a comparison. Th- this would be a very good comparison. Yeah. 
There must be a picture of them together yeah. somewhere. I'm sure they've met. Yeah. Um, the queen has uh, come out, well, the palace announced on behalf of the queen and, quote-unquote, she talked it over with other royal advisors, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the firm, the firm, who I think the only people standing are Charles, her, and Will and Cade. <laughs> Will and Cade. Um, but they've stripped Prince Andrew of his all of his military titles as well as his royal titles. Yeah. So he can no longer go by, like, his royal highness. Sounds like he'll still retain the title of duke okay. and be able to live in that home. Right. But, like, no yeah. more royal... Well, he wasn't doing any royal no obligations or anything that was cut, but... Um, He'll have to ask Harry how that's like, because Harry's come out being, like, demanding some security here now, so... Oh, more? Yeah. Yeah, just recently. Um, yeah, so... Tyler Perry's security wasn't... I guess not. Time. I don't know. Maybe Tyler's back at work and he needed the security? I don't really know. I can't. I can't with them. Yeah. Like, maybe don't announce to everyone where you live. I, and, like, go on all these talk shows. You would think if you wanted to just be an anonymous, like live your life like you that's all you needed to right. do was just not bring it up to the world but right. I don't know what can you really do about right. it um, um there's like a big feud that we need to talk about but I need more time to do full research because I haven't fully researched yeah, everything the Brittany and Jamie Lynn like Twitter war that is going on yeah um because Jamie Lynn's book must be coming out here shortly yeah and she gave I think she gave an interview recently where she yeah. has said that she had to step away from the family basically it was too toxic. Well, she's like alleging that she didn't know anything that was going on and Which know, I think is a lie. Well, Brittany obviously also thinks it's a lie. Yeah. Um but she Do had, I think she knew ever do I think she knew everything that was happening? Do I think she knew her sister needed help? Yes. Yeah, like I think you have to look at it at this point in time. Yes. Like you know, I do think about when Brittany was like fully spiraling, that was probably was around the time that James News was like 13 and pregnant or right. whatever. Having a child, child. Um, so I do think like there's, you know, some period of time where it's maybe excusable, but, um, not for the whole thing, but, right. um, they've been going back and forth about it, uh, on, on Twitter. Yeah. The most recent one was like a bit of a, like, I still love you type thing from Brittany to Jamie Lynn, but like, you know, kind of keep like, you should have known you should have helped me kind of thing. Um, And there were, like, there were some other points in time as well. Like, I think her book details out when her daughter almost died. Yeah. And, like, obviously that point, like, I'm sure that year or whatever, like, you're focused on other things. Do I think she could have done more? Yes. Yeah. But, like, Brittany. Yeah. (laughs) Brittany, Brittany, you posted a naked selfie. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, recently. Like, you need help. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I know that we all want a Britney free, but like, I feel like there was a step between where she was and where she is that would have like, been like where nice she was middle ground. And like total free Britney. Yeah. Because total free Britney is a lot. It's maybe too much. Too much Britney. Yeah. But, so many naked instances. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really, I want to read the book, which like, yeah. I think it's funny because like, you know, this is, it probably would have been a good, by anyways like it would have done very well but now it's like for sure just gonna take off in terms of like the success of it which I don't know if that's like Brittany I don't feel like recognizes that when she's like engaging yeah Yeah. like and she's trying to basically say like no and like her boyfriend's off like I don't even know what he's doing now like but he doesn't seem like he's around or anything like that so 
Um, so that's like a future deep dive that we need to go into once the book yeah. is out. And Oh, I'll be reading. We'll yeah, be reading. immediately. We'll be taking a break from the YA novels <laughs> to read this. Also kind of YA novel. Kind of. I don't think it'll be written any better than our YA novel. <laughs> no. So. No. <laughs> um, but maybe we should sign off there for, yes. for the week. And um, yeah, next week we should have some more stories i I suppose but our last one in person i think oh yeah i get stuck here well we'll see what happens so (laughs) okay bye bye thanks for joining us this week new episodes will be released tuesday mornings you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe you can also follow us on instagram at we talk extensively and on twitter at talk extensively see you next tuesday 